so was everyone else's, so we're fairly normal, really. It must be my fault, she declares. Was I a bad role model? Yes. In actual fact, she was the least bad role model that ever lived, but she's upset me. Surely, all things considered, I'm deserving of sympathy. You're so cruel, she says. You try being a little girl, she means herself, whose mum is in hospital for months on end with tuberculosis at a time when tuberculosis wasn't even a thing, when it was years out of date. A little girl who has four younger brothers and sisters who won't stop crying, and a big cold house which has fallen to bits, and a dad who can't cope. Yes, I have an overdeveloped sense of responsibility, but... I know the speech, and could do a word-perfect recitation. But closing her down when she's in full flow is next to impossible. My siblings and I like to joke that her husband, TPB, the poor bastard, developed spontaneous mutism shortly after their wedding, and that no one has heard him speak for the past 21 years. We insist that the last words he'd ever been heard saying in tones of great doubt were, I do? What's going on? I ask, baffled by her antipathy. I haven't done anything wrong. Yet, she says, yet. What are you saying? She seems surprised. If your husband is on a break from your marriage, she does the quotation marks with her fingers. Then aren't you, more quotation marks, on a break, too? It takes a few moments for her words to sink in. Then, to my great surprise, something stirs in me, something hopeful that, after the last five horrible days, feels like the sweetest relief. In a small recess of my soul, a tiny pilot light sparks into life. Slowly, I say, Seen as you put it like that, well, I suppose I am. Chapter Two Now that she's got what she came for, Mora gathers up her stuff, a sturdy brown briefcase and a waterproof jacket. Please, Mora, I say fiercely, you are not to tell the others. But they're your family. How has she managed to make this sound like a curse? And Hugh hasn't been coming for the Friday dinners for ages. They know something's wrong. I'm serious, Mora. The girls don't know yet, and they can find out from Chinese whispers. I pause. Are we allowed to say Chinese whispers these days? Best not to take chances. They can't find out from stray gossip. Not as colourful, but it would have to do. Have you not even told Derry? Mora sounds surprised. Derry is our other sister, and, at just fifteen months older than me, we're close. Look, it may not actually happen. He mightn't go. For the first time, compassion appears on her face. You're in denial. I'm in something, I admit. Shock, I think. But there's also shame, fear, sorrow, guilt, and yes, denial in the mix. Everything tangled together in one horrible snarl-up. Are you still okay to do the dinner tonight? Yep. Friday dinner at Mum and Pop's house is a tradition that has endured for at least a decade. Mum isn't hardy enough to cater every week for the numbers who turn up. My siblings, their children, their partners, and their ex-partners 
Oh yes, very modern we are. So the catering rotates week by week. Any idea how many are coming tonight? I ask. There is such a clatter of O'Connell's that it's impossible to ever establish an exact number for catering purposes. Every Friday, texts zip to and fro, cancelling and confirming, adding and subtracting. And the one number you can be sure it won't be is the number you think it is. But whatever the headcount, it's best to cater for a multitude. God forbid that they run out of food on your watch. You'll never be let forget it. Me, Maura says, listing on her fingers. You, not you, obviously. I flinch. A gentle knock on the door interrupts us. Tammy's head appears. Incoming in five, she says. You've got to go, I say to Maura. I've a meeting. On a Friday afternoon? Maura's and